Okay, hello and welcome to the NLPT Podcast, Episode 1. My name is Eric Hageman, Director of Training at NLPT, but I'm guessing that most of you already know that since this is going out to our clients, this is going out to the athletes that we work with on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis. Um, This is for you guys. Um, What we're hoping to get out of this is to provide a little bit more insight to go a little bit deeper into the training process and to share some of the things that we as coaches observe uh, from the athletes and to share some of the reasons behind our program design philosophy that we hope you can benefit from. Uh, We don't always have the time to sit down in the gym and talk about this type of stuff. Obviously, you're there to work out. You're there to train. We're there to coach. There's music on. You know The energy's high. We're moving around. And before you know it, the session's over, and we've sort of parted ways for the day. And we have, you know, obviously brief little interactions, you know, how did it go? How are you feeling? You know, what's new? That sort of thing. But we don't really have a chance to sit down and, and really talk training. And we're we're firm believers at NLPT that if you understand the principles behind the training program, if you're connected to the reasons why you're there, if your thinking is on the bigger picture, then it makes the execution of the X's and O's. It makes the execution of the set, of the exercise, of the training program itself much, much more effective than if you were just blindly mimicking training, as I like to say. So that's really what we're hoping to achieve with this. And why a podcast? Well, I'll be honest with you. I thought about doing this as a series of articles, but writing is very, very time-consuming. It's hard work. I'm not going to lie. Although I enjoy writing, and although I think myself a halfway decent writer, um, putting together a long thoughtful, thorough, complete article on like a deep training topic such as, you know, hard work, which I have three quarters of the way written and just have had sitting on my back burner for the last couple of days because I just can't seem to finish it. Um, I thought this would be a little bit more time effective way to sort of flesh out some of those ideas and share those with you. So we're going to try this out. We're going to see how this goes, and, uh, and we'll take it from there. So the way that we're going to start this off, and what I hope to center this first couple of podcasts around, is our high-performance summer hockey program that just started last week. So the plan is I'm going to sit down each Friday, and I'm going to talk about what I noticed this week, what I saw from the athletes, uh, what my impressions were, what my evaluations were, um, thinking ahead maybe to the next week. Uh, we'll sort of take it how it comes. But I, there are 16 weeks in our program, uh, again, starting now, finishing up in the end of, uh, end of August. So I hope to do at least 16 of these short Friday podcasts and uh, share those with you. And hopefully you can find some time over the weekend to sit and uh, sit and listen to them. Because again, Uh, I hope that you take some value out of these and apply them to the training process. Uh, I I just think it's very, very important to have the opportunity to do that. So um, what if you're not in our high-performance program? Well, you should probably turn this off 
because you shouldn't be listening to this. I'm kidding, obviously. If you're an athlete with us and you're not enrolled in our, and I'm doing air quotes here, high-performance program, um, if you are a fitness client in our LPT Fit program and you happen to click on this and we're thinking that well, maybe this isn't for you, I would encourage you to keep listening because the training principles apply across the board regardless of it's if it's a you know NCAA athlete or a 12-year-old athlete just learning to train for the first time or or someone that's just looking to get fit or maybe lose lose some weight uh, I really think that some of these broader topics uh, and principles apply across the board so I encourage you to hang in there and 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 listen and and take in some of this uh, some of these topics. But I am going to be focusing a lot of my content around our high performance program specifically. Um, so let's get into it. So I wrote a short blog post a couple of weeks ago now I think on you know what is high performance, what is that name, and I have a tough time with with that word because it's kind of markety, you know, it's it's kind of a catchphrase now and you see high performance branded on a lot of stuff and obviously that we've taken taken that on as well and and labeled our summer program as as high performance but I want to make it very very clear that high performance is not something that you sign up for. It's not something you pay for. You don't register and then all of a sudden you're a high performing athlete. Um, you can be a quote-unquote high-performing athlete at a high level, whether it's AAA or junior hockey or you know NCAA, and you can still not get what it means to be a high performer. And to me, and again, this is just my own personal interpretation of all this, but to me, high performance is really an attitude. It's a mindset. It's a it's an approach. Um, it's the way that you are dialed in to not just your training, but the stuff that you're doing outside of your training. So again, on my last point, if you're not in our high performance program, or if you play soccer, or if you are uh, a synchronized swimmer, which we train one synchronized swimmer, I'm happy to say. So Holly, if you're listening to this, hello. Um, again, I encourage you to listen because you still can approach your training with a high-performance mindset, even though you're not in our HP 2017 program. Okay? All right. I think that's enough on that. So let's get moving along here. So the first thing I want to talk about, well, really the only thing I want to talk about today is what should be the goal for the first week of training? All right? So you've, you've just started at the gym. Maybe you took some time off. Maybe you are just coming off of your season. Um, you're returning from last year. We get a lot of athletes rolling in the door this time of year who we've worked with in the past or maybe we haven't worked with in the past, but they're basically just starting. All right, so this is week one. So what's the goal? What are we trying to get out of the first week? Um, First, let's talk about what we're not trying to get out of it. And this may run a little counterintuitive to to someone who's just starting at the gym because whenever you start something new, there's this tendency to want to just dive right into it, to just jump and just go and, you know, really push into the training process and, and start training hard right away. But I don't really think that should be the goal. That shouldn't be the focus right away. I don't think the first week of training should really be about training. It really shouldn't be about working out and exercising. We've got time to do that. This is a 16-week program, four months. 
there is going to be plenty of time for pushing, for working, for exercising, for sweating, for sore muscles. That stuff's going to come. So be patient. The goal for the first week should be to understand a couple of things. First, let's learn the program. Let's understand, let's take a deep look into this first month of training because it's Friday now. Everybody has seen what each day looks like. They've gone through most of the exercises. Uh, they by now are accustomed to the warm-up routine. They've been taking our pre- and post-workout surveys. Hopefully by now you have done the, uh, the nutrition questionnaire and you've submitted that. Um, so you're getting a feel for the gym. You're getting a feel for the rhythm of the workout. You're getting to know the coaches. You're getting to know the other athletes around you. Uh, you're understanding some of the nuances in your program. It's very easy to look at your workout sheet and see numbers and assume that you understand what's going on with those numbers. Three sets of six at a 4.0, tempo with you know 90 seconds rest. Okay, I got that. But do you really understand how that's supposed to be executed? Do you really understand why you're doing that? Do you really understand what that tempo means? Do you understand why it's there? Do you understand why we're only doing two sets? After all, I mean, you signed up for this high performance program. Why, why would we be doing two sets of anything? I mean, surely we can take on more than that. Um, so I think the first week is about understanding some of those variables asking questions, and really learning how to do the program, not doing the program as hard as you possibly can. Like I said, it's better to ease into the training process to gradually ramp up our volume, our intensity, than it is to just dive headfirst right into training. So I really think that should be the goal. On top of that, the other goal, and again, we've been doing this this week, is to establish some baseline numbers. Establish some information about where you're starting from this week um, and get a sense for where you're at. Um, how are your numbers looking like from last summer? How are they looking compared to you know, the person next to you? Where, where do you stack up relative to where you hope to be? Uh, so again, testing, we're taking height, we're taking weight, we're testing our speed and power, we're doing... Uh, movement screening, we're doing conditioning tests, so a lot of comprehensive stuff. Uh, but again, I think it's important to interpret those numbers not as an evaluation, but as a baseline. This is where I'm at. It's a chance to be honest with yourself. So the next thing I think you should be trying to get out of your first week of training is really to set some goals and to understand what does a successful summer look like to you. How are you going to know that your time in the gym was worth it? Who do you hope to be four months from now? How are we going to know that all of this stuff paid off? What are your specific weaknesses? What are your strengths? What are the things that you need to focus on specifically? Is it a body composition thing? Is it a strength thing? Um, are you strong enough, but you just need to develop more speed and power? Uh, is it your stamina, your conditioning? Is it your mobility, your ability to move properly? Uh, is it your nutrition? What is it? What is the thing that's holding you back the most? Let's identify that. Let's figure out exactly how we're going to manage that, how we're going to measure that, and 
let's stay keyed in and focused on those couple of things. I think a huge mistake that people make is they don't take the time to really think about this stuff. They start the training process, they do all their testing, they do their first week of training, but they haven't really thought about those numbers. They haven't thought about themselves. They haven't reflected and um, considered what exactly they want to get better. It's, it's as though there's some just kind of assumption that, well, I'm here, I'm working out, I'm training, I'm with these guys, they're putting together my workouts, I'm just going to do that and I'll be better. Everything will go up and that'll be it. And I just have to sit back and do the training and good stuff will happen. Well, sometimes maybe that's the case, but not always. And like I said in the beginning, I feel that if you're truly dialed in and if you're connected to what you're trying to get better, um, you have a much higher likelihood of actually improving. So we're going to be sitting down um, at the end of the week and probably throughout this week, and we're going to have some discussions about this. Um, I'm going to sit down with each one of you, and we're going to talk about your goals. We're going to talk about what a successful summer looks like. Um, we're going to get into the details, and we're going to identify a couple of things that, uh, that we're going to be working on. And it's our job as coaches to design the program, to create the path to allow you to do that, and it's your job to take that path. It's your job to walk through that door and to put in the hours and to put in the work and to make the sacrifices and to live up to the lifestyle of a high-performing athlete. After all, that's what you signed up to be. That's, what, that's why you're in this program. Um, so it's a two-part process. It's our job to show you, but it's your job to do the work. It's your job to do the training. So... I feel that the first week should be about understanding, it should be about contemplating, it should be about thinking about where you are and setting some realistic expectations about where you hope to be four months from now. And even beyond that, I mean, just because our, our high-performing program ends at the end of August doesn't mean you stop becoming an athlete at the end of August. This is a process that's going to hopefully set you up for success into your season at the end of next season, next year, five years from now, that's where you need to be thinking. All right. So there, there needs to be some short-term expectations, which I'll be honest with you, 16 weeks is a short amount of time. That is, that is one dose of training in a larger landscape of, of, of development. So don't think that it ends in August. It doesn't. It ends when you're done, which who knows how long that could be. Hopefully that's a very long time, but don't make the mistake of thinking that this is just a 16-week program. At least I hope you don't. Um, okay, I think we're going to cut it there. I think that pretty much does it for the first week of training. Um, hopefully you got something out of that. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying the first week. Hopefully you're excited and not too beat up for week number two, and we will see you next Friday. Take care.